Well, happy Tuesday, y'all. I have a really down and dirty episode for you today, all about how to write better titles that get more clicks. Now, it doesn't matter how great your content is if you can't get people to click the link and either read the blog, listen to the podcast, or watch the YouTube video, then it doesn't matter how much work you've put in, how much helpful stuff you've put in there, like the free value. None of that matters if you can't get people to click the link because your title is poop. So get ready to take some notes. I'm going to walk you through four tips to write better titles if they get more clicks. All right. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees. Until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. So I remember back in my English classes in college and even in high school, if y'all don't know this, I'm a little bit of an English nerd, like not full on English nerd, but a little bit. I have a minor in English and I just loved, loved, loved my English classes in college and my English teachers. Anyway, I digress. In English class, I remember writing all these essays and I just used to love coming up with titles. Like I love, I loved writing period, but then to come up with titles was just really fun. Cause it's like, I could come up with something kind of intriguing or kind of catchy that kind of, you know, caught my professor's eye and made them go, Ooh, this sounds interesting. Or, you know, just something really punchy. And, and I'm not saying that that kind of titling isn't important, but, um, my teacher had to read my paper. (laughs) That title is not what made them read my paper. Now let's fast forward a little bit into baby blogger faith days. I would write blogs that were, you know, helpful. They were SEO poop, but they were helpful. But when I came to writing titles, I was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to like make it intriguing or, you know, talk about, you know, a little bit, just, just like a little bit of, just a little flair, like a little, ooh, kind of make people think to, to want to read it. Right. And that, that approach is not terrible in and of itself, but it can't be all you do. Okay. It can't be your only strategy to titling something. And I remember when I first started really digging into learning how to write great content and great titles that get clicked and read and just really started digging into growing a business strategically through great content. I remember hearing, I think it was Ashlyn Carter say that you need to spend twice as much time on your title or your subject line as you do on the actual content. 
And I remember thinking, whatever, whatever, I can write titles, I don't need whatever, and I just kind of blew it off. But then the more I learned, and the more I dug, and the more I experimented, I realized, oh, snap, (laughs) you really do need to spend a good amount of time on your title. Now, I don't know that I think you need to spend twice as much time on your title as you do on the content, or even as much time on your title as you do on the content, especially when you learn to write content or plan your content the way that I teach, because I'll get into that more. But when you learn to write content strategically the way that I teach, then the titling portion is kind of integrated into that. So it's hard to say if it's like I actually spend, you know, half as much time on my title or just as much time on my title or whatever. But why, why are titles so important? Well, because if people don't click on your link, they never consume your content. Now, whether this is your podcast title, your blog title, your YouTube video title, or even your email subject line, because let's face it, that's essentially a title, right? If people don't click on that, then you can never serve them with your content. You can never grow your audience. You can never, you know, grow your business using strategic content, all the things. So titling and learning how to title really, really well is imperative for the growth of your business. Okay. Now there are tons of SEO reasons why titles are important, but for the purpose of getting your stuff read or listened to, you've really got to reach the person. Now I, I teach how to title for SEO purposes. Got that covered for you. All right. And I'm going to touch on that a little bit, but right now I really want to hone in and focus on how to title your content, wherever it is, so that you're really reaching the person that you want to reach with your content. Also, y'all, if it sounds like I picked up smoking, I did not. (laughs) We're just in the middle of a dust storm here in middle of Nowhereville, Oklahoma, and our skies are brown. So it's not love is in the air, it's dirt is in the air. (laughs) I'm so cheesy. Anyway, four tips to write better titles that get more clicks, all right? Tip number one is this, just tell them what you're going to tell them y'all. Like don't beat around the bush. Don't hem and haw around what this blog is going to be about. Tell the people what you're going to tell them in the content. All right. Tell them if you're going to give them five tips, three tips, 10 tips, a hundred tips, and tell them what they're going to get out of it. Okay. That goes right into tip number two. What outcome tip number two is what outcome can they expect? What is your promise for this piece of content? Now, what do I mean by your, this, your promise for this piece of content? When you sit down to create content, whether that content is a speech that you're delivering, a podcast that you're creating, a blog that you're writing, an email that you're writing, you always, always, always need to know what is the point of this? Now, back to high school English days and college English days, that would be your thesis. Okay. But you need to know what the point of this content is. If you don't know your audience is dang sure not going to know. Okay. Now I walk you through a lot of this in the bonus series back in episodes number 32 through 36. I walk you through the whole thing in depth in the course, the organic marketing framework, which BT dubs is on is, is for sale. Now it's live. You can go buy it and jump on in and do the thing. But ultimately, if you don't know, where you're taking your audience, if you don't know what outcome they're going to get, the promise that you're going to keep in them reading this content and doing this thing that you're telling them to do, 
if you don't know what that promise is, they are dang sure not going to know what it is. Okay. Now, does this mean that every piece of content needs to solve every single problem in their whole life? No. And pieces of content that promise that, gosh, they're just one, they don't do that, right? Like, I love you, but your blog and your podcast is not Jesus. Like your one podcast is not going to solve everybody's problems. Okay. Which is fine. But if you are approaching your content, trying to solve all of the problems, you're just going to get nowhere. Okay. I've actually heard one of my favorite quotes from Jess Connolly, who is a pastor at a church someplace back East. I don't know. Has heard this quote that she said that you don't have to get people around every base with every message, meaning you just have to get people a little bit closer to success or a little, you have to get them a little win with each piece of content now, or each message. She was talking about messages, her preaching, but I can relate this back to content. Now, when you sit down and create content, you hundred percent have to outline, but you have to know what outcome are people going to get out of consuming this content and doing whatever you're telling them to do in this. And that needs to be included or part of your title. Okay. Because if people don't know what they're going to get out of this, they're not going to read it unless they're your mom or your aunt Susan. Now, God bless all the mamas and the aunt Susans out there, but they are not the ones that are supporting our business. Okay. Well, maybe, but you need to know the outcome that your client can expect or your ideal client can expect from this piece of content and then work it into your title. All right. Now, tip number three to write better titles to get more clicks is you need to work within the parameters parameters of your platform. Now, different platforms have different titling best practices. Now, for blogs, you need to stay within the 50 to 60 character range. Okay. For podcasts, there's not that much of a limit. Now, blogs will let you, you can write as long as a title as you want, but it's not going to be found. You can't see the whole thing in the search results. Now, each platform has different ideal character links and ideal and limits, and each audience has different needs, right? If your audience is one that they just need quick hits every, you know, every single day, they need a five minute podcast great. Your title should probably not be three sentences long. (laughs) Just saying. Now, if your audience is one that they need in-depth articles and link to medical research and all of these things, like they need deep, you know, very um, lengthy content that's going to serve them, then maybe you have a little more wiggle room in in your title length, okay? But your title needs to work within the parameters of your platform and meet your audience's needs. Okay. Now the fourth tip I have for you today to write better titles is to be intriguing without being clickbaity. Please, for the love of all things, holy, don't be clickbaity. Now I'm going to get off, get off on a little bit of a soapbox, get up on a little bit of a soapbox here about being clickbaity. We have all seen those articles and clicked on those articles that are like, Hey, five ways to never get behind on laundry again or never get behind on laundry again with this great tip. Can you tell I'm always behind on laundry? (laughs) Mom life. Anyway, when you go and then you go click on the article and you read the article and that's not at all what the article was about, or maybe they touched on it for like a sentence and then they, you know, filled your screen full of dumb ads or whatever it is. Like, please, 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 please be authentic over 
entertaining. Now, I do believe that when you're creating content, you can be entertaining as well as helpful. (laughs) But you need to be truthful and authentic before you think, hmm, is somebody going to click this? Now, should you be intriguing? Absolutely. Because if you're creating content around solving a problem, then it's easy to come up with something that's like, hmm, what would, what is quote triggering? And I, I don't like that word a ton, but what's triggering or what would intrigue somebody to read this? What problem do they have that's bothering them that I can solve with this piece of content? Okay. Hey friend, I know you're trying to grow this business, but does it feel like it's not really going anywhere? Did you know that we can actually fix the back end of your business so that you have some great SEO? Did you know that we can repurpose your podcast or repurpose your blog and help you grow faster? Did you know that was even an option? If you're thinking, oh my goodness, Faith, that would be amazing. Then head on over to faithhannon.com slash coaching or click the link in the show notes. In just one hour of your time, we'll get you a marketing plan in a box with the exact keywords that you need to be going for, how and where to implement them, and at least three months of SEO-focused content planned out for you. Let's get your coaching call on the books right now and get your marketing strategy headed in the right direction. Spots are limited, so don't wait. And I cannot wait to help you finally get the breakthrough you've been waiting for and jumpstart your business dream back to life. And I'm going to throw in a bonus tip because I just can't not. (laughs) You have to include your keyword focus for that piece of content in the title. Why? Because Because search engines are looking for keywords, right? Now, if I've got a whole blog about... (laughs) how to not lose your socks faith because you're terrible at that or something like that how to keep track of tiny human socks in the dryer so they don't get eaten if I've got a whole blog around that and my keyword focus is kids socks but I don't use that in the title I'm never going to get found for that right you have to use your keyword focus in your title now there's a whole strategy behind that And I teach all of that in the organic marketing framework where you learn how to get more leads organically using your website. But for for the free purpose of, of this podcast and because I want you to walk away with some valuable information, always include your keyword title or your keyword focus in your title, preferably towards the front. Okay, that's your bonus tip. Now, I'm gonna give you some title examples because I want you to kind of hear this worked out. All right, now let's say that you are you're a fitness trainer and you have, you know, an online program, you mostly work with postpartum moms. So great title that's intriguing and tell them what you're going to tell them would be something like still struggling to lose the baby weight, three easy workouts you can do at home with kids. Boom. People are clicking on that because it's clear. It tells them what they can expect. You need to work within the parameters of whatever your platform is, but that's intriguing without being clickbaity too. All right, here's another example. Two ways to make more money and less time in 2023. Boom. That's money, baby. Now, you told them what, what it's going to be about. It's super, super clear. And it's short. It's to the point, all right? People that are looking for ways to make more money and less time, they don't want to spend 45 minutes reading a blog, okay? Now, another one. Decorate your kitchen for Valentine's Day for $40. Boom. Super clear. 
People who are searching for that type of content are going to see that you're super clear in your title. They're going to click that, they're going to read it, they're going to do it, and they might even click on the things that you share because they want to save time and save some money and just have cute Valentine's decorations. All right, now the last example I have for you is this, the best free app to free up storage on your phone. Can you tell that Faith needs help freeing up storage on my phone? (laughs) But in your titles, please, please, please just know that you really can formulate your titles in a way that is authentic to the content and speaks to your person in such a way that they want to click it, they want to read it, and they want to take action on what you say. And if you work a little SEO strategy in there and include your keyword towards the front of your title, you're going to get more clicks for your titles, get more traffic, and ultimately generate more leads. All right. So that's what I have for y'all today. If you are looking for help with your SEO and your titles of stuff, book a coaching call and in the intake form, just say, Hey, I need some help titling. Great. We'll work that into your hour. Okay. And if y'all missed out on jumping into the organic marketing framework, please just jump on in. You can go through it by yourself, not in the group anymore, but you can go through it by yourself and really learn how to get more leads organically using your website. I've poured so much into this and it is step by step by step how to optimize your website, optimize your messaging, and then how to work SEO into that, how to write blogs that get found and work workflows and templates galore. So I love y'all. Thank you so, so much for the support and just the love and the encouragement that y'all gave me in creating this course. I pray that you are blessed, that your business flourishes, and that you really do know the Lord deeper and more intimately a year from now than you do now because you are pursuing him daily and serving him wholeheartedly with your business and your God-given gifts. So we'll talk to y'all Friday. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes. And all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.